0: Here's a cool unintended segue. It's Vinny and Haiti. Salary cap for the Ravens. What is it? How's it going to look? Where's the extra money coming from? Because we're assuming Lamar Jackson's going to get paid from Russell Street Report. Let's bring in Brian McFarlane. Brian, good morning. What's happening? Happy New Year, by the way.
1: Happy New Year to you guys, too.
0: All right. We get into the reserve, the future signings. Give us an idea of those guys and what all this means for an updated Ravens salary cap as we speak on January thirteenth, two 2022.
1: Sure. So, with the eight guys signed, uh, now signed, and they'll probably sign a couple more practice squad guys in the next couple weeks. But with those guys signed, they have 48 players uh, currently under contract. Um, so, they got a lot of work to do uh, just to get up to the 51. Um, but they do, they presently would have a little over 12 million. Um, but that's just really your starting point. You've got uh, you've got uh, con- uh, adjustments that will take place. You've got your RFA's and your uh, exclusive rights free agents to deal with, and then obviously uh, cuts will come along to create cap space.
2: All right, Brian. Just let me give you some names, and you tell me what you think is going to happen. Uh, Wolf, and then how much they can, how much they could get back if they get rid of him. With
1: Wolf, what can they, what can they get back from him? Wolf is going to be here. Um, his unless he's just not healthy enough. His, um, uh, his base salary is guaranteed, so or partially guaranteed. So I believe the cap savings uh, would be like three hundred thousand.
2: Yeah, why did they do that? Why did they do his contract
1: like that? Uh, I guess that was a way because they were so tight against the cap last year they couldn't give him much of a bonus to to spread out. So the way to avoid giving bonus money. Is to guarantee the second year's base salary. So yeah, because his
2: cap number is yeah. three eight, and the dead cap's three six. Yeah, they would yeah. only they pick up two hundred thousand. So Wolf is there. How about yeah. Boyle?
1: Um, Boyle's Boyle's the same thing. Um, I believe his whole base salary is whole. Um, let's see. So his base salary is guaranteed, and then uh, that's five mil Yeah. So it's it's. It, it, it's a wash. He'd be a wash. Um, if you, he's, he's seven million here or seven million gone, if I remember correctly, yeah. Please tell me Villanueva's not the same <laughs> situation. <laughs> no. uh. Villanueva, Villanueva's a six million savings, and he's gone for sure. <laughs> yeah. All
2: right. What do you? Uh, what do you think happens with Peters? Because they could probably pick up close to ten mil on him, but he's a good player.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting one um, because I thought they, um, yeah, it is ten million. He's in the last year of his deal, so if he's released, it's ten million, which is you know a nice chunk of change, and it's better than releasing five guys to make ten million. We release one to get ten million. But um, when they restructured his deal last year to create cap space, they didn't do a max restructure at that time, and they never went back to him to restructure, even towards the end of the year when they were tight against the cap. So that indicated to me that it, they were thinking that they may be releasing him or may have to release him, whichever way you want to look at it, um, because they didn't want to add any more dead money onto the release this year. Now that was before injuries, uh, before the secondary looked terrible. You know, so whether that thinking has changed, you know, and of course he's in, he's coming off an injury, so I don't know if they could work of you know add two year extension uh drop that cap number down and then add some, you know add some uh signing bonus and you know restructure that for this year with, with a couple out of years um and keep him around because obviously you know he's he has a good as you said he's a good player and they they sorely missed him all right brian what about uh,
2: boykin and fergie the way i see it they can pick up 900 each
1: No, actually, it's more than that because both of them, uh, well, not Fergie, yes. Fergie would be 900, but his replacement's going to be at least 700. So I I think he just hangs around. Um, And, you know, if he doesn't make the team in in September, then he doesn't make the team. Both Boykin and um, Ben Powers earned their their performance escalator. So their base salaries jumped from that 900,000 up to 2.5. So basically, Mm. they increased by a million and a half each. I think. That for sure spells the end for Boykin if he's your fifth or sixth wide receiver. I don't think you're paying him point five cash no. um, if he's just playing special teams. That's too much for depth. Um, Powers, who knows? Um, you know he's serviceable. It's not that's not a terrible amount for a backup lineman who can start for you. Uh, but that would also I think with him he hangs around, but. You know, maybe he doesn't make the team in September, or maybe after the draft, if they draft a bunch of interior guys, you know, he may go at that point. But I think Boykin for sure at a 2.54 savings is definitely gone.
0: Brian McFarlane, Russell Street Report, talking about the Ravens' salary cap still very much in a uh, position of figuring things out because you have to make some roster moves, you have to sign quarterbacks, other free agents like Deshaun Elliott, for instance, and Bradley Bozeman, part of the equation. But looking at your uh, status here for some of the guys at 22, Juwan James kind of forgot he even played for the Ravens. Well, he didn't really, but he, he was on the team, and it looks like he's got a pretty nice price tag attached to him as well, Brian.
1: Yeah, that was a. I thought was a really smart deal by the Ravens. They gave him five a five uh, hundred thousand dollars bonus. So you know, not the end of the world. That that prorated two fifty last year and two fifty this year. Um, he didn't make anything. He made no salary last year because he was on the uh, NFI list, the um, non football injury list, so you don't get paid on that. And that was part of their plan. Um and of course if he had come back late in the year he would get he would have gotten paid. But since he didn't, basically they gave him five hundred to uh, K to you know to to rehab and look towards this year. So uh he's very very reasonable two point seven five um or or maybe it's maybe it's three million salary. Um so you know, there's it's very reasonable deal if he's healthy. Uh, it looks like you know. It, it looks awesome. Um, if if he, if he's not healthy, then you know it's they they can cut him and, and move on. And it's it's only two hundred and fifty thousand on dead money on the cap. Now, Brian, let's look at Lamar.
2: I mean, because he's going to sit basically with a twenty three million dollar cap number for next year. Do you? Is it smart? You know well, I guess if you gave him a new deal, like forty million a year. What can you get the cap number down to this year?
1: Yeah, I mean, usually the first year cap number is pretty low compared to the average because the player's getting a, a, big, Sign uh, a big bonus. bonus. Yeah. So, they, so the cash, the cash is high in the first year, but the cap number is low. So, uh, you know, if if he were to get a forty million dollar bonus, let's just say that would prorate over five years. That's eight million dollars. If they gave him all two million dollar salary. I don't think it'd be any lower than this, but that would be, you know, that would be a $10 million cap number and you save $13 million on the cap and that's, that's a nice chunk of change. And then obviously it depends on how many, how many years there are on the deal. Uh, you know, if it's, a four, if it's extended four or five or even six years, um, you know, that, that, that kind of the bonus could go up in that case, but 40 is probably a decent number. Um, with the cap being low, it could be a smaller bonus this year and then a big bonus next year, an option bonus basically um, that allows them to keep this year's cap number low. But they, they can either way, they can create um, pretty substantial cap savings by getting an extension done. All
2: right. What do you think happens with Bozeman, Ricard, Elliott, and Averett? Can they
1: afford them? Yeah, I mean, they, they can afford, they're, they're going to be able to afford people. They have some flexibility. Um, you know, we, we, we talked about, I mean, obviously getting Lamar done before March is, right. is kind of a tipping point because if it's done then, then they can be very active. If not, that's, you know, they, they can be somewhat active. Villanueva gives them, you know, six million, Boykin gives them two and a half. So, I mean, that's eight and a half there. Avon Young is close to six if he's released. Right. Um, You know, and then if they want to go the restructure route, they can get a little over seven for Humphrey, which I think is pretty safe. I mean, they could if they really, really went for it, they could get over six from Stanley, but given his injury, I'm not sure you want to. You want to restructure and add potentially add more dead money into the and future, then I, and so, then adding something to Peters or doing something you could. Probably and then put... if they can extend Peters, you can lower that number as well. Or if they release them outright, there's another ten. So they've certainly got flexibility too, uh, more than they did last year, because last year they pretty much went straight to restructures. Um, and you got to keep in mind that the cap, you know, this year is going to be 208. It probably should have been 230. Um, if, 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 but for COVID, so, you know, they were in great shape. They would have been in great shape last year and in great shape this year. Um, uh, but with the reduction of the cap, um, you know, it really, it really hit them. Brian, how can people follow
0: you and, uh, keep track of what's going on with this Raven zany salary cap?
1: <laughs> sure, sure. So I'm on Twitter at Raven salary cap and my, uh, and my cap articles are on Russell street report next week. Um, the, my preview is just up uh, yesterday. Uh, and then next week, there'll be an article on what's what I call effective cap space, and that's looking into what the future expenses are to kind of get a real number on what the, the actual spending amount is. Because it's easy to say, oh, they, they can create space and have $25 million, but you can't spend all that $25 million on free agents. You've got uh, your rookies, your draft picks coming up. your practice squad, injuries. injuries. Yeah, with we saw this year, injuries for sure. Yeah.
0: Brian McFarlane, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the rest of your Total Request Thursday. You too, guys. Take Thanks, care. Brian. Video 81057. The fan will come back, take a trip through the house with Quick draw.